if you live anywhere where you're throwing refuse and garbage and whatnot in the garbage can, and you drag that can to the curb and you wait for somebody to come off of a big, massive machine compactor on wheels to take it away, never to be seen again, think twice about their position and what they're going through and go out of your way and say thank you. Stay tuned to find out more information about that. Let's get back to the show. What's going on, everyone? Stephen Applegate here. On the 23rd of May, 2019, rocking out this morning. How is everybody? Thank you for joining me on the Applegate Experience Podcast. Please smash that like button. Smash it, please. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook. Us? Me, I should say. I'm on Instagram at The Applegate Experience, on Twitter at Stephen Applegate, and Applegate Management pretty much everywhere else. So what's going on, folks? 7.27 a.m. I'm uh, just taking a step back from my email duties this morning. I knocked out pretty much everything I had to do on the email side of things, and I'm going to be seeing the kids off to the bus in about... 25 minutes or so. So I'm going to do as much as I can in about a 10 minute time frame here on the live stream. And I'm going to pick it up and continue down the Contacted Mountain Highway for you folks. So thanks again for joining me. I know one thing came to my attention after reviewing some of my live stream on YouTube that this microphone, however fantastic it sounds in my own earbuds, doesn't come through very, very nice in the live stream. So the audio compression is uh, diminishing this uh, this fantastic audio, which is quite a shame. And uh, I know with the podcast mic, that's independent of this Blue Yeti, which I've got streaming on YouTube. So the lapel mic that I usually utilize during my morning or afternoon commute Picks up all the background, road noise, and so forth. But here we are with some music playing in the background. And I know it's not going to be picked up very well on the YouTube stream, which is unfortunate. But uh, all the intricacies of this audio, the high fidelity quality of this, uh, this fantastic mic, unfortunately is diminished once it gets captured and broadcast onto YouTube. So bear with me. I'll figure it out sometime, hopefully sooner than later. And as the studio comes together, this Memorial Day weekend is ahead and I'm really looking forward to rocking out some more sheetrock, more drywall. I'll be finishing up probably the last few sections of drywall and I'll be laying more mud on the wall. So however uh, unsightly it may be, hanging out with Ben this morning again, we've got uh, 
We've got a lot of work ahead of us, at least for the Man Cave, for the Applegate Experience Podcast Studio, as well as the department media uh, aspect of things, to have the green screen. I'll probably get all these walls painted the same exact color. And uh, the Pantone, the green screen chroma key Pantone reference uh, is 354C, coded. 354 is the Pantone green that I'm going for. And for you guys who are on the YouTube, I'd like to show it to you, but uh, I'm tethered right now. Tethered with the mic, which I just unplugged by mistake, but just Google it, 354C. That's the color that I'm looking for. That way I can superimpose some animations and graphics over my shoulder, whether it be in this corner, that corner, or along any of these walls. Uh, I'm gonna have this 250 square foot of space fitted out with the proper lighting. The audio and the acoustics will come together. I'll have some uh, acoustic paneling probably installed as well, just uh, maybe on the ceiling to get this reverb and um, audio quality up to par. So that's where I'm at and it's gonna take months. It's been already years since I started the project and I kind of just put a hold on things. And then last year, uh, the simplest of things, buying a f green fabric from Walmart, about three yards of it, I had uh, just simply draped over the, over the adjacent wall that I'm sitting at right here. So yeah, rocking out this morning and uh, had the speakers, of course, blaring in the kitchen just moments ago, and we downed a smoothie. I think the kids are still working on the smoothies, by the way. And good job, kids. Did you finish the smoothies? They're still working on them. <laughs> All right. So the smoothies uh, consist of this. I went to Costco and amongst a bunch of fresh fruits, I had picked up probably four or five different bags of frozen fruits as well, which included frozen diced mango, straw frozen strawberries, frozen blueberries, and frozen raspberries. And I chopped up all the fresh fruit that I purchased as well, and that included... Um, honeydew melon, cantaloupe, pineapple, which I don't think I'd ever want to dice pineapple ever again because it just was such a tedious process. But um, yeah, it took, uh, it took a quite good chunk out of my day to, to prepare this huge batch of about, I'd have to guess, 20 pounds, 15 to 20 pounds of frozen, frozen fruits. And I bought a couple boxes of Ziplocs and uh, mixed it all together with my frozen hands in this 36-quart uh, kettle that I used to brew my kombucha. And I put it all in the freezer. And I kept a few out just to make some smoothies for the next following days. But here it is. Three and a half, four months later after I started... And I only made about five or six 
smoothies since January, which uh, I'm kind of kicking myself for. But again, I'm just uh, making it up as I go along here. So this is the Applegate experience. I've uh, been quite transparent about my weight loss and my ambitions and success with uh, the weight loss. However, recent I've, uh, I've ceased to continue weight loss, but I've incorporated push-ups and sit-ups and I feel great. Just looking in the mor- mirror this morning, I thought to myself, man, if I get this 25 or 30 pounds off of me, I'm going to be pretty cut. And I've never been cut. I've never had a six pack, but feeling good. And uh, I felt like uh, just getting another smoothie uh, in the works here. And I had the kids struggle through it. And besides the fruits, I got a bunch of bananas. So I took one banana. I put some vegan protein in the blender with vanilla flavored almond milk. And I put about 10 ounces of almond milk in there through the banana with a scoop of vegan protein powder and two avocados. So I blended that up and I realized uh, the volume was gonna exceed the capacity if I did include putting the frozen fruits into this mix. Oh, I had a little bit of crushed ice, by the way. So I split it in half and I put half of the avocado banana blend in a Pyrex container and I set that aside. And then I put half of the frozen fruits that were in the Ziploc in the blender. Mixed it up, called the kids down, told them to get ready. As soon as Jake says, as soon as Jake saw it, he says, oh no, I'm not. And he ran away. But they're good. They're they're, uh, they're flavorful. They taste great. And uh, no sugar added. Don't add sugar to anything. Uh, Not even honey. Once in a while, I might make some tea with a teaspoon of honey on occasion. But besides that, I avoid it at all costs. So, yeah. Just enjoying the the tunes. Usually, I've got some Solfeggio, uh, Tranquil Day Spa music uh, facilitating my morning routine, but not today. Today, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling optimistic. It's Friday Eve. And I figured I'd just uh, rock out a little bit and share my morning motivation with you guys. And uh, thank you again. I just wanted to, you know, just get this out there once again. So appreciate all the support. Bitcoin is accepted, by the way. Visit foodchain.fund for more information. And uh, we can get some donations to the local Frederick County homeless, hungry, and less fortunate. So check it out visit blockchaintrade.market for more information about cryptocurrencies and uh yeah subscribe to the applegate experience please do so we're looking to get some uh, some guests on and uh did some communicating last evening uh to possibly get some of this uh, underway so i'm not in any hurry i would love to have uh, something more structured so once we've got the studio Established, I think we're going to have something really good going on here. But uh, besides the background noise and uh, interruptions, uh, we can deal with that as it comes. 
dogs barking and kids yelling and screaming. It's raw, unfiltered, uncut. So that's about it for this morning. And uh, I will pick up in the next 15 minutes. And um, stay tuned. And I'll be sure to get you guys back on as I make my way down the Catactin Mountain onto the highway. So stick around. We'll be right back after a brief break from our sponsor, Anchor FM. And just like that, we're back on the air. All right, folks. That's it. That's it. Let me get this machine cranked up a bit, shall we? Oh, look, I had the air conditioner on yesterday. It's a little cool this morning, 62 degrees Fahrenheit, which isn't too shabby. This time of year, it's uh, quite pleasant, quite nice, I must say. A little overcast this morning, so uh, the sun's blaring beams aren't so prominent. However, thank you. Thank you again. Thanks for sticking around. I really appreciate uh, all the effort, all the support, all the encouragement, and uh, I couldn't have gotten this far without your help. Seriously, sincerely, I um, probably wouldn't have gone as far as I did with my weight loss effort without uh, tremendous following and tremendous optimistic support on A Healthy Alternative. And uh, I do encourage you guys to go follow Chris James over there. And thanks, Chris. You and your team, your following, and uh, all the supporters on the Facebook group have been tremendous getting this far. And uh, I love sharing my story with each and every one of you. And if you're not familiar with water fasting, I highly encourage you do so and investigate intermittent fasting and uh, the ability to uh, shed the pounds if you are overweight. And I think that a lot of people who already get it, who are physically fit and have been down this road, uh, either have already established their, their the health and wellness uh, routine, and I'm not telling them anything they don't already know. But for a vast majority of our population um, who are obese and to find themselves significantly overweight, and have at least, I'd say, 25 to 30, um, 25 to 50 pounds of weight to lose, where I was in excess of 100 pounds overweight. My body mass index uh, was somewhere around, I don't know, 46%, something like that, maybe. I just, I'm just guessing, <laughs> to tell you the truth. But, yeah, I... Uh, I wasn't I wasn't looking too good, and you can go back in the YouTube channel and uh, see just that. You could see um, how how much of a difficult time I was having, and it's evident in the June early June of 2018 Applegate Adventures uh, skit that we did with the kids with the backdrop for the green screen superimposed and playing with the Google Home Assistant smart speaker. And uh, it was a sweltering hot day, but I, I was having such a hard time. Just I couldn't 
even after an hour of inactivity, just being downstairs in the, in the basement, which is 20 degrees cooler to begin with, I, I just could not pers stop perspiring. And I was still out of breath and just completely out of shape. So let's get this sucker thrown into drive here. Wave off to the children. Bye, kids. Have a wonderful day. Innocent souls. <clears throat> Teach your children well. Yes, this, uh, this experience extends to my children and I'm trying to impose a positive influence on these kids. I mean, why not? Otherwise, they turn out to be little beasts in society that um, are delinquents in school and failing grades ensue. And then what? Then they enter the, the world, the workforce, if they're so lucky, and uh, just skate by with very little. Very little effort, very little ambition, very little discipline. So, and then it takes years and years of struggle to get back up to a level where you should have been decades before. I mean, the, the, I'm the perfect example of this. I was a juvenile delinquent at the age of 14, 15, 16 years old. My grades suffered in high school. And getting into college, I, I struggled because after the first few semesters, I realized, man, I, I could either work full time and make a decent income which I had to do either way in order to you know, keep the lights on. Or I just, uh, it's, I, it's such a touchy subject, especially going back you know, 25 years where I had a lot of support from my family. And it's a soft spot for me because I think about that often and how far I've come and where I'm finally getting on my feet. At 41 years old, finally, after so long, how many of us are in the same boat where it takes us decades to scrub the, the credit card debt, be over it, and make a decent living. I mean, my, my experience has everything to do with it. And being able to fulfill my duties so that my company can keep their lights on and pay the 50-some-odd employees that we've got because I'm in the position to do so. Now, there's always room for improvement. There is always going to be a, a day that kind of beats you up, knocks you down, and you feel a little under the weather, and your, your energy levels are just a little, just not there. 
but don't let that keep you from persisting. You're going to come across people who seem to be more well-off than you at first glance, you know, first, first appearance. But that might be just a, a front. That might be something that um, is just skin deep. And these people may be struggling. Or they might be going through turmoil emotionally. How do you determine this? What does it matter? Well, in the scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. If you're passing somebody on the streets and uh, you just happen to interact with them by chance, okay? You have a moment in time that, however brief, you could interact with this individual one-on-one on a level that is perhaps emotionally intelligent. And a lot of the time, when people hear the term intelligence, they think Einstein, Stephen Hawking, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Bill Gates, Richard Branson. When their IQ level or their intelligence is not much greater, if not equal to yours. In some cases, I would say a lot of these successful folks are less intelligent than you and I. They were just in the right place at the right time. And how do you put yourself in a position to be at the right place right now? Well, I'm in the perfect position, making my way down the Catactin Mountain Highway here in a place I call, from a place I call Shangri-La. But who was that woman standing on the shoulder, glancing off into the field? Just past the service station, less than a quarter mile back. In my observance, recognizing within one to two seconds that this woman was probably in her 50s or 60s, gray hair, pulled back in a ponytail, long sleeve black shirt, not unlike the shirt I'm wearing right now. But what is her position? What is she doing there? Standing awkwardly in a place off the side of the road. Perhaps she had a dog on a leash and I didn't see it. 
I would think maybe that's the case. That's probably the likely scenario. Maybe she's mentally ill and she's lost. Maybe she was just taking a walk and uh, decided to stop there and take a glance. Uh, whatever the case, does it matter to me? No, it doesn't matter to me, but I'm thinking about it nonetheless. For whatever reason, it's just an observance. So a lot of time we, we get distracted. And our attention is drawn away from certain subject matter, the task at hand. What is our responsibility? In the workplace, you know, we've got duties, and some, some of us do our jobs very, very well. I'll even throw another very in there. Others, not so much. Some, good percentage, I would say, just put on their skates and just are whistling Dixie, right? And that's it. They're doing their job. They're getting out of there, and there's no, nothing more than, than that. They make their paycheck. They expect uh, nothing much in return than an hourly wage. And I've been there. I've done that. And how difficult it is. How could I find the inclination to put in just a little bit more energy, a little bit more focus, a little bit more ambition in achieving something a little bit greater or have a little bit more passion about this industry? without pulling my attention away from something else, which may very well be you know, just another responsibility in the workplace. So I think about this all the time, and my position as a sales representative is depictive of uh, my attitude, really. And my effort is directly proportional to the potential of earnings as a direct result of commissions earned. So there's a dollar figure that's applied to this ambition, these goals, these wants and desires that I continue to experience and I continue to talk about regularly however disorganized it seems I, I'm persistent and I consistently go through this routine now and I'm, I'm just changing up a few things here and there along the way just to facilitate the next step the next day, the next chapter in this experience, this, this life that I'm living. And I would love to 
hear your story. So just let me know. If you want to get in on the podcast, I'd love to hear your story, whether it be in finance or banking or healthcare or addiction or challenges or physical fitness, health or wellness. It could be about construction and concrete. You you might be a garbage man for all I know. I want to hear about it. In fact, thinking about the garbage man, there was something that came through my social media feed which detracted me from my scrolling and there was a boy who was giving cookies to his garbage man and it was touching because you know there's like this soft and inspirational music that's playing in the background and the mother's holding her camera cell phone and taking pictures video as he's handing these cookies this little boy who just turned three in fact it was his birthday and the garbage man picks him up in his arms and takes the cookies and puts them in the cab of the vehicle and the other garbage man grabs another bag of cookies from the opposite side of the truck and they're wearing their safety gear and gloves and He's holding this boy, and he allows him to pull the lever. And that, at that point, it struck a chord with me. Because the years that I drove a garbage truck that nobody knows about, because I never talk about it. Sure, I recycled cardboard for 18 years. But did you know I drove a damn garbage truck? For 15 of those years, pulling the lever, for God's sakes. I landed this job in high school, and it required me to be the guy in the back of the truck, right? But not much later than a few years into this position, I'm in the driver's seat, and I'm in charge of this massive thing, this machine that's got this huge hydraulic compactor. And the thing is springing leaks every other year, and it's always needing repairs. And John Carr, God bless him. To this day, he's still kicking. But for how long? I miss you, John. I wish you the best. And for all those who have this this job, not only at the English Town Flea Market, but for all the garbage workers, the sanitation crew that are paid $15 an hour, $18 an hour, whatever it is nowadays that they get, and have to pick up all the refuse that we discard, all of our leftovers, all of this debris and unsanitary matter that we 
just find despicable in so many, so many ways. Do not disrespect these people. Acknowledge them for their service. Getting choked up just thinking about it. I would say nobody I've ever worked with except in that position has ever known this. And here I am sharing it to the world. So when you look at me and you think first impression, this guy's a jerk. He's wearing a suit, shirt and tie. He must, yeah, he, he must be well off. On the contrary, I've got a lot of stories to tell, guys. That's why I'm here. This is what I'm doing. This is my therapy. So I can get this off my chest. So I can talk about it. And I can get some of your feedback. And I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear your story. What have you got to tell? What is your... What is your background? What were your struggles? I'd rather hear the struggles and how you failed than all of your successes and bragging, for God's sakes. This burning passion in the pit of my stomach, my ever so shrinking belly. feels good I'm uh, I'm quite proud of my successes however limiting it's just I'm an everyday guy I'm no one special I'm just a blade of grass in the field and man that field goes on and on and on and how many blades are amongst us right the kids were playing out in the field yesterday. Go down the corner and up the, up the neighborhood there. It's within, I'd say, two or 300 feet from my house, right? And it's big enough for them to hit a baseball and throw a frisbee and not worry about it hitting somebody's house. And the path leads to their friend's house, right? And Jake comes up and Melanie says, Jake has a knife. And I had just set the table with uh, last night's dinner. And I look up, and here's this bayonet-looking thing, Rambo-looking knife, right? But it's, it's rubber. It's plastic. So not more than just a glimpse, a glance, and then I look back down at the plate because I'm already sitting down, and I want these kids to just come on in, eat the food, which takes them forever, by the way. Especially Jake. Jake, come on. By the time you're listening to this, if in fact you do chime in and decide to listen to my banter, you'll think back and you'll remember, I remember those days. Man, dad was so tough on me, forcing that smoothie. 
down my throat. It was so disgusting at the time, but now I get it. Now I know exactly why he was so insistent. As I grind my teeth. Come on, guys. Get with it. Forget the Cheerios, the Frosted Flakes. Skip it. I can't remember the last time I saw them eating a bowl of cereal. In fact, I don't even buy milk to put in the damn refrigerator. They can have soy milk or almond milk, which I told you guys about this morning. With these damn smoothies. But leafy greens, leafy green vegetables, kale, spinach, arugula, mustard greens of all things. Fresh chopped parsley, cilantro, beans, legumes, lentils, barley, whole wheat, whole grain, wild rice. Good stuff, folks. Stop buying McDonald's. Don't get me wrong. I'll have a good hamburger every once in a while. In fact, you know, I think about Taco Bell more than I should. <laughs> but I don't. I don't succumb. It's just like thinking it back when you're when you're a teenager, a delinquent. I was 15 years old, hanging out with the friends, and what do they want to do after school? They want to roll up a doobie and just be delinquents. Man, I would love to roll up a doobie, but it's been decades. <laughs> And I can think about all the things that it could lead to, especially with children nowadays and their, their developing minds. My daughter being 11 years old, in the next three or four years, she's going to be faced with the same situations. And she'll be establishing memories, but what what about the values? What about her skills? What about her education? What happens to the children when they become 18, 20, 26 years old and are trying to function in today's society when we are inundated with you know, technology that is replacing most of our skilled labor? You have to use your head. So think twice before you, you spark up. Or if you are struggling with addiction, especially opiates or prescription medications, reach out to me, please. Just visit cherrylane.associates for more information on reinventing yourselves because that's what this is all about. Getting past the detrimental patterns that continue and persist and just aggregate and toxify your life and inhibit your ability to be wonderful. I can't thank you all enough friends and family just a stupid thumbs up on a post on social media 
is enough in many cases to get people in the right direction. However false that may be and shallow and insignificant. But if it's organic and it is <laughs> perpetuating your cause and at the same time you're enjoying it, that's probably the most important thing is being able to enjoy what you're doing. Wake up in life, land both feet on the ground simultaneously, hit the ground running. Start at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. Consistently, do it. You could thank me later, but until next time, make it a great day. Live life healthy. Be consistent in your efforts, no matter what your endeavors. And in the end, you could look back and realize that these decisions were the right decisions. And you won't have any regrets when it comes to your success. Thank you all. Bitcoin is accepted, by the way. Visit foodchain.fund for more information on facilitating the homeless, the less fortunate, the needy. And I invite you, each and every one of you, to reinvent yourselves down Cherry Lane. Be well.